0: Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Shalombias, sheer number 17. Email address Shalombias777 at gmail.com. When Leah gave birth to Yehuda, she said, "Hapam Hashem, Now I'm going to praise Hashem. I'll Yehuda. And therefore, I will call him Yehuda. Leah saw that she had an additional bracha more than anyone else. First of all, more than her predecessors, meaning Adam ended up with one son that was a tzaddik chase. Noyach had shame. Avram had yitzchak, yitzchak had yaakov. Up to that point, there was one person that gave birth to another person that was a tzaddik and no one else. And then Leia knew Baruch HaKadosh. there was going to be 12 shvatim. So three was. From her chalik, if you would divide it evenly between the four imahis, and now she had a fourth beyond what she expected, and certainly beyond what she had there was before, where till then no one had a zeshia to have a child at tzaddik except only one child in the family. And the site is the more you receive from Hashem, the more hakaras you need to have, and the more you thank Him. So no one. Before Leah thanked Hashem to the degree that she thanked Him, since no one up to that time received such a great blessing as she received. And as this, by the way, is the source of the Rabbanon, of the Me'er we say every day. Why do we say so many br- br- Bruchas? Look at Birchas Hashachar alone, one after the other, after the other, after the other, on, every, on, on various details. And this is because each blessing is to remind you to be thankful to Hashem and to His kindness for us. He gave us food, He gave us health, He gave us knowledge, He gave us clothes, and so many other things. And each thing He gives us, there's a blessing within that thing. And even when there is no formal blessing on certain things, for whatever the reason may be, we learn to thank Him for every single gift we receive. Now, going to Shalom area, being grateful is also a key to a successful marriage. If one is full of gratitude to one's spouse, there's little room for complaint. If your wife cook me, cooks meals, if your husband supports you, this should increase your feelings of gratitude. Now, there's no reason to be morbid, okay? It says, you know that if the Yetzirah overcomes you, the last resort is to remember the day of death. So this thought that I'm giving you now is a thought that you shouldn't be thinking every single day and be morbid about it. It's not healthy. But once in a while, to just contemplate on this, it pays to do that. So therefore, even though we're not going to be morbid in general, and at least very rarely will we be, so, but but still, what would it be like if your spouse suddenly was called to, to the next world, or if um, the husband or wife is forced to travel and going to be away for a year, more than a year, and um, basically, what would after that happens? How much would you want for that person to be back for all the brachas? Then you start recognizing all the bruches that you received from your husband, all the brahhas you received from your wife. So why wait till they leave till the next world? Appreciate them now. And that's very, very important. And don't look at the trivial, yes, there will be minor aspects that will drive you crazy and we spoke about this, and certain things that we say, I know you want every th- uh, something new every single time, and you will get some hischatches or different angle in every single shear, but the repeating of, of some Yesidis will happen, and because the truth is, is it has to be drilled into the person. And like we said many times, don't look for trivial things that are wrong with your spouse. Look at the whole picture. No human being is perfect. And you could be grateful that your spouse has certain flaws, but not major, major flaws, or in only some areas and not in others. And, or not to the extent that would make the marriage a lot more difficult than it actually is now. Be thankful that you have a wife. Be thankful that you have a husband. Don't think it's a small thing. You know, we take it so much for granted after a while. How much people are dreaming to to get married, and for the us that are married, we cannot take it to grant for granted. And every every Eid, okay, you know, a certain a certain, uh, um, certain circles, you wear towel's guddle even before you get married, but for most of us, we don't. So you're wearing a towel's guddle and you wore it since the first day you were married. It's not nothing. Sometimes you gotta look at yourself as you're wearing the towel's guddle. And see what the big Bracha is. And someone who wore it before could use other types of methods. Same thing with the woman, lighting the candles. And again, the same thing. There's some that have the minute to light from Bas Mitzvah. Then there are other ways to remind you of your of your marriage. But certainly when if you started lighting from the time you became married, and now you're lighting Shabbat's candles, what is chus that is? What is chus that is? And also another thing is you could be as introverted as, to the extreme, and as much as you enjoy being alone, and as much as you enjoy being independent and doing your own thing, and not having people, you know, like the husband sometimes think that they're on vacation, when the, you know, the wife is away in the country, and they're here, it's like, you know, free ride, short term, you know, it could be appealing, I could understand, but on a real long-term basis, to be alone is not pleasant. To be alone is is, 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 is is very painful. And Baruch Hashem, you are not alone. and You don't need to be alone. And what I suggest to all of you, and I've started to practice this. Um, I have a daughter that I learned from her, actually. She started practicing. I don't know where she got the idea from. That on a small notebook you buy, with a small, you know, a small notebook, So you don't have to write much. You write every day on one page three things that you're grateful for that day. The chesed of Hashem of that day. Three things that you're grateful for. You put it into writing. And over time, you do get to appreciate more. I've been trying it for about six weeks. It works. It does work. Your frame of mind shifts. In the beginning, it's it's an effort. It seems like, eh, what am I accomplishing? But it really slowly but surely, gets your mindset to start learning how to be grateful. When, you, when you're emphasizing and you're writing down things that normally you would overlook, and now you're not overlooking, and you get to appreciate it more. So that's a very important thing. And to write, I would suggest that when you write those three things down, or you could do more, it's up to you, but you know, for a lot of people it's, it's hard. And, you know, They have a long day, so but you could buy a small notebook. You don't have to fill up a whole page, just a little small notebook. You could write even just three simple, short sentences. Thank you, Hashem, uh, that I had a, a good meal today. Thank you, Hashem, that in, uh, they call me up in Aliyah, in shul. You know, whatever, whatever it is. And one of them is worthwhile to thank Hashem for some chesed that your wife did for you, or that your husband did for you, or that you appreciate that you have your husband, that you have your wife, particular quality. That's just a piece of advice that I recommend because it does work. The putting it in writing and writing it down, thinking of three things a day of what happened that day or what you're appreciating that day. Because so is a day you sometimes you mind taka you don't. Even though there's billions of rachas, you don't think do you think, thank God, that I have some warm socks in the winter? Whatever it is, nothing's too trivial. And it's like planting seeds and your hakarasatev will grow. Have a wonderful day.